What is up? Welcome back to Ear Space. We got a little bonus episode for y'all today with DJ Rare, aka Dave from the Downtown Lank Zine and the Downtown Lank Zine House. He's been throwing some awesome, uh, you know, house shows. I love to see it. Uh, I actually had the opportunity to perform at one of them a little while back with Aurori and Swamp Rat. Really cool dude. Uh, wanted to get him on the podcast to promote his venue um, because I think it's really cool to see, you know, DIY house shows happening again in Lancaster. It's been a while. And um, yeah, I just wanted to give him the opportunity to kind of tell his story a little bit. And uh, it's a real short one. It's like 20 minutes long-ish. We kind of chatted a little bit about, you know, his his background and what he's doing with the zine and the venue and all that good stuff. So check it out. Uh, coming up here in a moment. The song used on this episode is called A Ton. It is part of the 23 Weeks of Beats from Rock 10 Productions. Check it out. If you like it, it's available for lease, uh, along with a whole bunch of other tracks over at rock10productions.com. That's R-O-K-1-0 productions.com for all your mixing, mastering, and instrumental needs. As always, follow us on Instagram at Earspace Podcast to see photos of the guests and links to their social media. And without further ado, here is my conversation with DJ Rare and the Downtown Lank Zine. Well, welcome to the podcast. It has begun. Thank you for coming on at your space. Thanks for having me. If you want to just uh, introduce yourself, tell me a little bit about you, and then we'll get on into it. Uh, my name is Dave Rera, a.k.a. DJ Rare. Uh, started this uh, downtown like zine thing this year, and now I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So I got, um, I think it was like the first two copies, the mm-hmm. ones you gave me, the yellow one and the... They're, mm-hmm. they're literally right over there. I've been showing them to people, but like I've always heard the name Zine, right? Yeah. Zine. I've, I've heard yeah. the name before. I've seen some different things. I had some buddies in high school that were really into making them. Um, I really don't know too much about the concept. Is it like it's like an independent magazine kind of yeah, thing? Basically, Zine, short for magazine, and okay. um, uh, they're basically whatever you want to make it but yeah yeah uh in my head it was i was aiming for a little bit more music style yeah uh, but there's art zines just literary zines um i didn't know that fnm had their own zine oh, really? uh, okay. department in the library until literally the first day i released uh the first issue their librarian called and asked to send one in and i was like oh no shit awesome <laughs> that's awesome so like um we're gonna kind of bounce like all over the place here mm-hmm. but i'm just curious from a on a variety of different levels like how do you make one like what's your first step uh so for me i guess i was trying to think of um i was trying to have some concepts some could be 
all over the place. Um, yeah. I grew up super into music, so uh, I had been reading those types, uh, you know, like more like punk and skate style um, zines, but I wanted to do it about Lancaster. Um, so first I just picked uh, more so history angle, like all like older stuff. Yeah. Then I did like the Valentine's Day issue uh, about Charles DeMuth and uh, some artists and uh, and then did a full on music issue. Gotcha. Uh, but actually making it then is um, basically just on Canva, which I'm sure some artists don't okay. like to hear, but I'm not an artist myself, so I need those templates. <laughs> hey, man, shout out to Canva. <laughs> yeah. I, we were just talking off mic of these beats that I've been dropping, like the one week or whatever, mm -hmm. like I've, I've been using reels for every music thing that i do and i was like i want to start just posting photos mm -hmm. i was like all right well i gotta make like 23 album covers yeah you have to do and that, i was yeah. like oh i'll just pop on canva and then I, what i've been doing a little bit is like i'll make something in canva that i like and i'll get rid of all the text and then i'll feed that into dolly mm -hmm. and create like different iterations of it and then i'll feed that back into canva so it's like still like a yeah you know quote unquote original image a little more personalized but it, yeah it's just because i like i see you know some of the stock uh backgrounds a lot and i'm like oh i know exactly mm -hmm. where that came from but mm -hmm. you know ultimately for the end user like who gives a shit like as long yeah. as the content itself is cool yeah. you know so so you're making them on canva and then do, do they print it then or you're just doing all the designs uh, on there? yeah i do i i then uploaded it to um a site online called Mixam. They just do uh, all different types of zines, books. Oh, okay, gotcha. I found it through. Uh, it looked like they do a lot of like uh, independent, like graphic novels and stuff. Okay. Is how I found it. That was kind of the material I was going for. Yeah, the like nice, the paper wise. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's dope. So, like, what's the main differentiating factor between a, a like a magazine, you know, like People's Magazine or whatever. I think the, the fuck. actual definition is um, basically just like selling it for profit. Like I'm not okay. actually like uh, I think as long as you don't, because um, that's why almost anything's legal. Like you almost can't get sued because you're not like publishing it for real. It's a uh, self-published okay. gotcha. uh, thing. Uh, it get in the very first issue I did when when F and M asked for the issue, I was like, oh, by the way, like there's pictures I'd like ripped off a website on there you know what i mean yeah like, right and right. she was like nah that's that's cool actually like, interesting so like as long as you're you don't you don't sell them i did i i did for like they're three bucks a piece at this gotcha uh, when we had lancaster had his first zine fest this year which was perfect timing yeah um but i think as long to break even not that anyone's going to find out if you're selling right, them for like right, 750 right. yeah uh, but in general yeah most people of course most of the people making them are more like actual artists or or it's all their own words or whatever. So gotcha. And okay. in the music issue again, it was all my pictures and um, right. writing. So right, that's fascinating. I don't. I love learning about stuff that I don't know anything about. I know that's like, you know that's how you learn anything. Yeah. But like different you know businesses or different products or different uh, artistic things. It's fascinating to me. So you got the you got and you said downtown like zine yeah. zine right right and of course i know uh obviously we we can't have you on the podcast not talk about the house mm -hmm. the house shows dlz um, house yeah so i had the pleasure of of performing there um somewhat recently at the time that this comes out mm -hmm. even later ago <laughs> i guess but um yeah so kind of walk me through through that so like you you got your place Right? Like, did you get the place first and then you were like, hey, I want to turn this into a venue? Or were you like looking to have a venue and somewhere to live? I like, think what, in the back you know? of my head, 
since the 90s, uh, any place I ever had was somewhere I wanted to. <laughs> like, like oh, I want to throw shows. Yeah. Um, this was just the first place I ever had uh, that was actually had enough space. Um, can you just turn the, the mic just a little oh, bit yeah, so you just talk? You can lean over if you want, but just get it right in the tip there. But so, yeah, the yeah. Um, basically it's the first place I've had uh, that was a little, not not just nice enough, but had space. Yeah. Um, and sure, in the when I started the zine, it was more so uh, what I actually want um, to push was more of like a record label was always mm-hmm. what I've wanted to have since I was a kid. So, uh, and I used to go to more like independent uh, punk shows and some house shows, basement shows. Yeah. Um, so moved back into Lancaster. Uh, basically still you know during covid and there wasn't a ton going on and then when it was uh time to start doing stuff again it was like i'm just gonna try it yeah yeah <laughs> so that's awesome man so i mean i'm always curious about you know the specifics like how does it work how does your venue slash house work for you you know like you take me through the booking process the you don't have to give away any secret sauce yeah. or whatever but like um so Basically, of course, uh, to get it started, the first couple shows was just me contacting uh, people I liked. The very first show I booked um, ended up being my fifth or sixth show by the time it actually happened. Yeah. Um, but was uh, Andy Mawat, uh, who's kind of a name around Central PA, yeah. uh, AMFM, and um, uh, Matt Hostetter, his buddy, uh, who used to be in AMFM and also uh, is the booker at Dutropolis. Okay. Place. So they were the first people I booked. Um, and I've, you know, met them a few times at shows and talked. So, uh, and then from there, once I had a couple shows actually booked that I started, you know, posting on Instagram, uh, then some people started contacting me. And then once we actually had the first few shows and, you know, people start seeing the social media and the YouTube and stuff, um, basically uh, more so the shows I've been having lately was just people contacting me for shows and gotcha. I haven't even been having to, uh, you know, <laughs> try to put too much extra work in. That's awesome. That's sick. So, like, does it ever, I don't know, I don't know how to phrase this, like, is it ever like, oh, shit, like, all these people are in my house? <laughs> do you ever feel like that or no? Because, I mean, obviously, you decided to yep. do this. Yeah, no, Everyone's not quite. Been res- respectful um, and shit. Yeah, no, I guess in my head, it was always something I wanted to do right. was to bring people to, uh, to house shows like that, so... Um, I don't have a lot of stuff myself. I'm like kind of a minimalist, so yeah. not much to mess up or anything. Yeah. Uh, move the big TV upstairs and then <laughs> yeah, put on a show. That's dope. Well, I mean, I definitely want to say thank you, you know what I mean, for opening up your doors to, you know, musicians for both local and from elsewhere. Because, you know, we were, we were talking a little bit off mic, and I've been talking about it on the podcast a lot lately. Like, there, there's, you know, there's venues in Lancaster um for music there's music venues i guess Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like a weird gray line of like you know what i mean like i feel like there's a lot of places that have music at them but they're not necessarily like music venues if that makes sense true in lancaster Um, there's not so much anymore it's all bars right um especially since well i mean there was always telus or the chameleon right that are dedicated clubs but right 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 but even so i mean two I mean, Lancaster's not that big, but it's like we have so many fucking musicians mm-hmm. and so many different performers that it's like, all right, sick. Like, if there's just two spots, 
it feels like it's not enough and and not to knock you know like i mean even like zootropolis is sick i've been to some awesome mm-hmm. shows there um there's a, a show happening october 20th at the west end uh west art something Community west art yeah 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 and like i haven't been over there i've been to shows at like uh mulberry art studio mm-hmm. and uh you know obviously over at esso um which like those are you know they're like other things but then they also have music yeah um and you know i've been complaining about it and talking about mm-hmm. it but at the same time like i'm not in a position to buy a building and start like a venue, you know? My brother said that early when I started, uh, when some people actually started coming to a couple shows, he was like, oh man, why don't you try to buy Rick's place? I'm like, yeah, right down the block from Telus. No, thank you. That's not quite how it works. Like, dude, that's, that's interesting. Actually, is Rick's place like not a thing anymore? Cause I mean, I I went there when I was like 12 or something. I'm pretty sure it's been Um, for sale for years at this point. Gotcha. But I remember there was a pawn shop there and Mm -hmm. I was trying to find a local pawn shop to go to. I love pawn shops. You always find interesting shit. And I was looking for just interesting, weird audio gear. I was like, mm-hmm. if I can find some piece of shit oh, well, gear King for Street. <laughs> 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah. But it was closed, and I was like, oh, damn, I don't, you know, I don't remember that. But that's interesting, yeah. It would be a hard, it would be hard to compete. Yeah, it's know? too much right there. They got, uh, they got the lock on that area of town right now. Yeah. That's crazy, though. I forgot about Rick's place. I used to go there in, like, middle school and shit for, like, people's birthday parties and jump up and down to Sandstorm. Hell yeah. rude. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. That's a trip, though. So, like, do you, um, we were also briefly discussing this earlier. You said you, you DJ uh, at your, your place sometimes. Oh, I try to dabble Like, have you, have you performed at all or you're just, like, learning how to do it? Uh, no, if anything, uh, there is a uh, a punk EP out there. Okay. Uh, that not that I would even want them. It's not too good, but basically, I'm just trying. Uh, so again, I wanted to have more of a record label. Um, yeah. And you know, a bunch of the indie ones uh, started from just people making their own music and putting on their own stuff. So I just wanted to have something out there. So there is a uh, a Dave Rare ep out there that is a pretty shitty rough uh Dude, I would love old to school hear punk album I would love uh, to hear it. but the dj stuff and is now just me messing around in the bedroom still gotcha gotcha do, do you want to like go out and, and dj and stuff oh sure if I, I mean if i got a little better uh yeah. at it or um putting some beats together yeah um but yeah i always thought about doing and everybody more nowadays you know i grew up going to see bands but now yeah now everyone is uh like swamp rat or somebody mm. or uh to can play every or you're also a drummer correct too though yeah had, i mean i've played yeah. npc and stuff but yeah but yeah, uh, you can play like everything with one person but even um you know there's even pop stars out there now doing tours just by themselves yeah uh, maybe not the major ones but in indie pop stars or indie you know everyone uh has their looper nowadays right too as well you just see guitarists can put on a whole show right 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 uh, what's uh um how how old are you 40 plus 43 okay. well, leave it leave it open so you and we're again we're kind of bouncing all over the place here but like are you from Lancaster did you come here you said earlier that you came was it back to moved back to Lancaster yeah gotcha, I grew up gotcha. in Lancaster County okay uh I'm a was born Long Island we moved down here when I was like three though uh, okay. so I grew up more in the New Holland area gotcha um but then I went to Millersville for school um okay so commuted uh every day drove back and forth through Lancaster and then me and my brother had a spot uh on Orange Street by the prison for a few years okay cool, um, cool. so I've lived all over town i was living up close to work in lidditz for a few years 
uh, and then moved back into downtown uh, beginning at 21. Gotcha. So you, I don't want to speak for you, but would you say that you've seen, you know, the Lancaster music scene over the years ish? Oh, yeah. I've been going to shows in Lancaster since the 90s. So okay. Gotcha. Chameleon. Gotcha. Um, I've been to, you know, hip hop shows at FNM way back. Yeah. Uh, um, Dilated Peoples, I think, came through there. It was epic. Yeah. Um, but been to a couple more. There, there, uh, Yip Rock is one I missed. That was like a 90s Lancaster mm. punk and hardcore. I was still a little sheltered in uh, the Christian school era back then. Gotcha. Um, but like, I think uh, Minor Threat even used to come through like Leola, but before I ever knew about that stuff. So. That's wild. <laughs> so, like, not, not from a judgment perspective, but mostly I'm just curious, you know, from back then to now, like, What's, what are the major differences that you've noticed uh, with the music scene specifically in, in Lancaster, like through your eyes? I think I've seen the styles change over the years. Well, I mean, yeah. in, in general, too, in, in uh, the whole country. But, of course, Lancaster was always a little bigger, first into, like, indie rock mm. uh, with the Innocence Mission. and um, But then we, once, uh, once Metalcore blew up in the early 2000s with mm-hmm. like august burns red is when yeah. uh uh you didn't hear anything but that and like you know not that i didn't love uh shop of records at uh ci yeah, yeah. <laughs> back in the day ever yeah. since uh when it was on manor street mm. um but you know they a bunch of their stuff started sounding a little the same after a while yeah um and now uh now there's actual like uh regular like punk bands mm-hmm. again back in lancaster like multiple punk and hardcore bands yeah uh that are just old school, raw, fast like punk. So yeah, it's like they're back. Uh, the Americana scene has been getting a lot bigger. We always did have uh, like Vinegar Creek constituency for over a decade and some other bands. Um, but nowadays, with Zootropolis is putting on those type of shows, mm. um, we never really had a venue of that style before. It was only the Chameleon putting on right. rock, rock shows. Right, right, right. Uh, so now there's uh, different or uh, Concrete Rose. And you know this uh, poetry, like the slam, is huge again in Lancaster. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember that being a thing, right? Until you know last year or two, really, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, uh, huge shout outs to uh, uh, Sir Dominique Jordan, Hell yeah, and Thundercat, and everybody that's involved with uh, the poetry stuff. Those are just two names of people that I've, I've, you know, spent a lot of time with. But yeah, I mean, even in my short experience, right? So I mean, I was. I kind of came into the music world here during that metalcore time. I was a keyboardist in a, a metalcore band. Um, and, you know, we were, like, playing with Texas in July and shit yeah, and basically yeah. making, like, music that sounded, like, almost exactly like them. Yep. <laughs> uh, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's been it's been mostly, like, you know, metal and then, like, hip-hop for me and then... I was kind of, I don't remember, or I don't know if you remember this. It was a very weird time period. You were probably a little bit too old for it. But it was like the kids that couldn't go to bars and shit were like all throwing these like raves everywhere, like fire halls and shit. I've heard of, yeah. uh, I was just in like the, not the tail end, but like the middle to the end of that is when I started DJing. And it was a lot of fun, you know. It was like rent out a fire hall for a couple hundred bucks, charge 10 bucks a ticket. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, no booze, no drugs, no whatever, like sober events. I mean, people were, you know, they would get fucked up and, yeah. and come and then, 
you know, get alcohol poisoning. <laughs> and then the whole kind of scene got shut down because so many kids were getting fucked up. But, um, yeah, there's been a wide variety of different things here. Uh, I mean, right now, I, I can't really speak on too much. Like, we're working with a couple different bands that aren't from here. But, uh, you know, most of our clientele from at Rock 10, at least, isn't really from Lancaster. But the people that are are primarily all rappers. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't really see, like, a whole lot of different stuff. Um, timeline, this is going to be weird. But last night, at the time that we were recording this, I was doing uh, sound uh, downtown. Um, and, the you know, the... Uh, I'm going to beat myself up for not remembering all their individual names, but uh, like the Pava, uh, Pava Gallery. Gallery. Yeah, the drum, they do yes, the drum circles. Yes, so they came out and performed with the live painting on the drums and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was running sound for them. That was really cool. That was really refreshing. It was kind of like an open jam session. They mm-hmm. had uh, a guitarist come out, and uh, Michael Germanis, the, the violinist, he came out and... Um, perform with them so like there's i know there's other kinds of stuff happening in lancaster music wise i'm just not really like super tapped into it the, anymore. the hip-hop is what i didn't as much know myself uh yeah. just because i was more in into like punk and hardcore and bluegrass if those three go together at yeah, all yeah. but um <laughs> uh until again i started the zine and the, the instagram account is when right. i started finding more local um or maybe i guess i it used to be a little cornier, maybe in the earlier two thousand. I think all hip hop was, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but now it's getting more uh, real again. There's like real lyricists. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You've obviously had Shaw and Dom on. Yeah. And uh, so. Yeah, it's cool to see like the, like there's people that are definitely like making like you know just what I refer to as like car music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's shit that you, you just bump the in the car and you're like, hell yeah, this is dope. But there's there's a giant. A, a way bigger pull for like real lyricism storytelling and and all that which i'm very excited about you know because regardless of what you're talking about even if it's in a negative light like it's it's harder than just being like yeah fucking water bottle <laughs> yeah rhyming drugs yeah and money. <laughs> yeah right right yeah well, but yeah there are, there are some real mcs in lancaster so yeah it's definitely. pretty awesome laddie moran of course if everyone shout out to laddie moran hopefully heard that name by now Hell yeah. No, there's a lot. There's too many to name, in in fact, mm-hmm. you know. Do you play any instruments or like pr- primarily you're you like No, I've been getting guy. slightly better at the drums, which is uh but no, I wouldn't say I actually am good at any instruments. I have the instruments at the house uh that I can make some noise with and uh, but gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry, I just had to <laughs> I'm I try to not look at my phone ever, yeah. but today's been a <laughs> bit of a doozy. Trying to make sure nothing <laughs> catches on fire. I know we're both very tired people right now. Yeah. We could just do like a bonus episode, rip it out on like a Wednesday, and just call it a day. Oh, that would be awesome with uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I let's was do never that. The, I'm not the I most mean, talkative ever myself. So <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, no, I don't want to just talk for talk at you for yeah. like an hour about weird shit. Yeah, let's do that. I mean, we got your information out there. We'll definitely promote it and stuff. We'll do a little bonus episode. Mm-hmm. It'll come out on like a Wednesday sometime. Hell yeah. Well, thank you uh, very much for coming out and chatting with me. Thanks um, for having me. Anything uh, you want to plug? Where can the people find you? All that good stuff. I know you don't publish your address, but I mean, you know, what's your Instagram? Oh, yeah, for, uh, for the house shows, you got a uh, DM uh, downtown like zine, uh, downtown underscore lank underscore PA on Instagram. 
and then I also got the DJ Rare Productions Instagram uh, with more of the schedule uh, for the shows. Dope, dope. Well, thank you very much uh, for coming on. And uh, everybody out there, tap in. Awesome shows happening. Pick up a zine. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, next week or next couple days or whatever the fuck. <laughs> the All next right. time. Dope. Thanks. No, I think, I think like, you know, the, the whole point that I was thinking at least was like, hey, we'll get some extra promo for yeah. stuff. No, I think it's great. I know, that, I know, to be honest with you, like, I asked you, like, four or five times, and you're like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm, I get it.